So it seems that we can identify an interesting um, dynamic or uh, relationship between uh, two simultaneous desires, one of which is to be uh, a part of something bigger than oneself, to uh, have relationships and connections with other people, to be accepted and approved by other people and by our conception of society and of the world. And yet at the same time, it does seem we also want to be singular. We want to be special. We want to be individual, at least in some way, right? I understand that there's other people and, and yeah, they're also important. Yeah, yeah, fine. But I'm, I'm, I'm probably the most important, right? Let's be honest. <laughs> it's my world. And uh, other people find uh, the, the, an opportunity maybe to be in my world on occasion while I let them. But ultimately, it is my world. And, and I am myself. And I want to be treated as a, a, an individual. I want to be treated in a singular way, right? Uh, I want to, to think of myself as, as special and unique and such. So what are some attitudes here that we can adapt that are, are more so uh, uh, rational and, and, uh, and conscious as opposed to just unconscious because we see there's no need to explain this dynamic to, let's say, a little kid uh, uh, that uh, has a baby sibling all of a sudden and all of a sudden is acting out to be special, to be singular, right? I thought I was the only one to you, mommy, daddy, caretaker, guardian. All of a sudden, there's another one like me. Maybe I don't count so much. Right? We don't need to explain the logic for this ha to happen amazingly. We don't need to explain the logic to uh, a jealous spouse that uh, uh, is, is very jealous and bitter that his or her spouse even maybe talks uh, to, to other people or looks at them or something like this. We don't need to take them to a, a philosophy class in order for this to occur. So these are natural unconscious reactions that, that we might even apprehend uh, in, in animals and, and perhaps even insects, who's to say? So um, we can ask uh, a little bit why it is that we have this need. Right? That, that, that could be a good place to start. And a way to think about it here maybe is that despite the fact that I conceive myself in very particular individual terms as being, uh, uh, having a, my body basically, or close to it, uh, uh, my interests, uh, my desires, and my likes and dislikes. And this, this is obviously just one object out of many. There's many, many bodies. I can enter into a stadium, and I can see there's so many different bodies. We see people with poor self-esteem esteem and, and poor kind of integration into, uh, uh, into humanity, poor socialization. They, they, some people can't even handle being in crowds or around other people because they feel too insignificant. They feel too much like a nothing and a nobody. For as they'll say, I'm, I'm a nobody here in the stadium. I want to be in my own room where I'm somebody or with two or three people that appreciate me and know me for me. All right. So, but even if it's not so aggravated, that that's probably a sentiment that somewhere lies deep in our psyche, uh, even if we're not aware of it. All right. So here we see. I'm just one out of many. I just have a body. I just have a one uh, in nations that have a social security number or something like that. I just have one. Right. I have one. Uh, maybe I don't have one bank account. I might have a few, but <laughs> get the point. It's uh, I'm a single person, and yet if I pay attention, I see that it, maybe it's not so simple because first of all. If I were to imagine what it's like to be another person, then I see I can't uh, imagine it being anything else other than it's basically me, except with different attributes. It's just me in a different body or a different personality, a different stage of development here. I'm, I'm a, a, a 
50, there I'm, I'm five, right? And it, or 100 or something like this. But it's basically me. And me from a different place, uh, me with a different face. It's basically me. Now I try to imagine what it's like to be another person and it's the same thing. And another person and it's the same thing. Now I try to imagine what it's like to be an animal uh, with a very different body than me, an octopus, uh, an orangutan, uh, um, a shellfish, <laughs> anything that I want, an ant. And I see it's also the same idea. I just have to imagine a different body for myself, but it's me imagining a different body for myself. Get the point? Now I try to imagine what there is uh, aside from me in this way, the same me that can imagine a different body for itself, not my body. Uh, uh, the, what, what, would, uh, what can I uh, imagine uh, that's aside from that? And, and I try to maybe imagine some space, some outer space, like I've seen in the videos, if I've watched them of, of the big space. I try to imagine just objects without m my body being there, maybe my room, but without me being there, right? Like from a video uh, camera f footage. Uh, I can try to imagine the world or a map of it, but I see that's <laughs> just me imagining it in the same way that I can imagine myself to be a, a, a bug or a beetle or a bear uh, or a different person uh, uh, or a baby, uh, same thing, or an adult, whatever. I can imagine <laughs> instead of a arms when I look down in my imagination, I can imagine my room or I can imagine uh, stars or, or my conception uh, of the universe or something like this. But I see I can't really get out of it being me, if I want to call that me. If I want to call me the, the, my particular uh, very unique sense of self and, and physicality, then no, it's not me. But if I see that, I, I could possibly call that me, right? Because it's, I, I still seem to remain as whatever it is that I am at, 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 at root uh, whenever I think of myself as somebody else, right? And I see, in fact, that... I, I, I am so in some way somebody else throughout time. Uh, there might be very little tying me to uh, myself as, as e even 10 years ago, even a year ago, potentially if I've really changed, certainly when I was a child and when I was a baby, not to say obviously there's temperaments that continue and, and patterns that continue, but uh, how exactly do I establish a strict connection between my, my present experience and, and uh, the experience that I can't even remember when I was a baby? Excuse me. Right, so we see that um, uh, from this point of view, it would appear that I am, in fact, singular in this plain way, right? In, in a way that can be immediately and directly apprehended, not the theoretically, nothing like that. I can, again, the, the, try all day long to imagine a way out of imagining myself, and I see I can't. I can't. And I can say that that's just an accident. That's just because I'm, I'm stuck with being me. But again, for words to have meaning, they have to refer to some sense. So if I say that uh, it's, an, it's, it's an illusion, it's an accident, and really uh, fundamentally uh, uh, somebody else is somebody else than me, uh, really fundamentally uh, uh, the, my room is, has a greater existence or the stars or the universe has a greater existence than myself that's imagining them, I have to really clarify what I mean. We see we can't clarify what we mean because we can only understand something to exist as being in relation to uh, this uh, self, if we want to call it, or to myself that is conceiving of things. Again, I don't know what it means to say that my room is there uh, outside of any possible relationship to, to, to myself. Or, or to a self, right? Uh, again, we'd say, but I can put a camera there and it can videotape it, sure, but then I have to watch the footage. And the camera itself exists in the same way to me as everything else. 
and so forth and so on. And so does my phone and so does the computer and all these things. So from this point of view, it seems that I am in fact singular. I am in fact totally special because I am the, the, the... there's no, I can't, I can't compare anything to myself at all, right? And consequently, that might explain uh, or be a conceptual way, at least, of, of thinking uh, of why it is that I want to uh, always be special as a given individual. I want to be singular because notice that even though we can directly within one minute or, or less go through this thought experiment and, and see firsthand the, the the fact of the matter. Unless I've done that thought experiment or I've thought about it in a different way, I don't know that that's the case. Consci- I'm not conscious of it, right? I simply think that I am, in fact, confined to uh, the, the space between the ears, right? To this given visual uh, point of view that I now have. And I am, in fact, a, 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 ver- a very, very particular specific person that I tell myself that I am or that I feel that I am or something like this, right? So consequently, the sense of absoluteness that logically follows, right? Imagine if we were then to say, if I were to successfully uh, uh, be able to conceive myself as as that which conceives itself as anything else at all. Again, uh, I imagine what it's like to be the bug. It's me imagining what it's like to be a bug. I imagine what it's like to be a bear, same thing. Another person, same thing. And then somebody would tell me, that me, that self, that, that I, that's imagining itself to be all these things isn't really that important. There's something else that's more important. That's ridiculous. What would what else is there that's more important? That's what there is, right? So we take that sense of absoluteness that, that uh, concerns uh, uh, ourself, uh, our, our deeper, whatever you want to say, uh, true self, whatever you want to say, uh, just have to be careful how we say because it it's very easy, very easy to just say stupid things and, and that, that that are meaningless. But we have to talk precisely. So to take that, that sense of absoluteness that concerns our, our real self, and then to apply it to whatever it is that we think that we are now. For example, I um, excuse me, not necessarily think, but that we are now, except as an individual in a more narrow way. So for and this can even change throughout the day. For example, in the morning. I'm a, I'm a spouse. Then I go to work. I'm conceiving of myself as a worker, first and, and foremost, potentially. Then after work, I go out uh, with my buddies or girlfriends. And first and foremost, I'm considering myself as a friend. Then afterward, I might go uh, to the adult uh, sports league uh, or to the gym. And I can conceive myself as an athlete or, uh, or, or somebody lifting weights. Right? Then I come home again pick up my kids. I'm conceiving myself as a parent. So in each uh, each of these cases, I kind of shapeshift the so in a positive way, not at all in a negative way. In a positive way, I, 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 uh, I conceive myself in, in, in one or another uh, uh, form, right? In, in, in terms of different attributes, but to each such form, to each such attributes, obviously the whole of my nature applies. I want to be special and singular as a spouse and as a worker. And as, uh, uh, um, what do we say, as a friend, and as uh, uh, somebody that plays in the adult sports league, I want to be the VIP player, right? And I want to be the best parent. Whatever it is that I think I am, I apply what applies to my whole self, right, that we described in the thought experiment, and I apply it there, as it seems. Again, these are just conceptual ways to think about it. It's not like a math equation, two plus two, it's just different ways to, to view things, and whatever the reality might be. All right, so, uh, and, uh, and, and consequently, 
uh, it's it's never okay, right? Whatever it is that I think that I am, whatever it is that I'm engaging, it's never okay for me to say, you know, I'm really nothing. I'm really nobody. We say that I can I can maybe grant this to some extent concerning some area, but then it, I have to bounce back in some other area. I can grant I'm not the the highest paid worker at work, so I can't be number one there. But I, it's somewhere else, I have to be number one. Maybe I'm at least the best uh, in my adult sports league. But if I'm not right then somewhere else and that's where we have whatever deficit because maybe i can't really make the claim i'm i'm, I'm singular and special excuse me in anything unnecessary i'm not the richest right i'm not the best looking i'm not the smartest that's where we have a little something called vanity that helps us out where we just have it's not rational it's not delineated as in i'm special because i'm the wealthiest person on the planet or something <laughs> it's uh it's simply a kind of a, a nice custom-made concoction that'll help us feel singular and special enough that'll prevent us from feeling like nobody and nothing, which is what would result if I fully identify with my given physicality and my given role. And it's not number one, right? If I'm just a number, I fully identify with myself as an employee in a huge company. That's all that I am. I have no other identity. And now I see I'm not the number one employee. Um, my, my emotional needs are not being met. Um, sh- compliments are not being showered on me. I'm going to feel horrible. I'm going to feel like a, a nothing, like a nobody. And, and we can't tolerate that. And the reason might be as as, as elucidated in light of uh, uh, or in connection with the thought experiment that we said. Right. But um, <laughs> so and even if, let's say, I am number one at something, I identify fully as a, as a business person and I happen to be the wealthiest in the world. Well, then I, I still there's a lot of threats to me being totally singular and totally special and totally number one. Right. Because for one thing, there's a lot of other excellent things in the world. And I, I, am I so sure that wealth is number one? What, what if somebody's the best? Uh, musician in the world? What if somebody's the best athlete in the world and the strongest? What if somebody is, is the most beautiful in the world and I'm not, right? And, and even beyond that, even if I was all those things, I'm still uh, mortal, right? I'm still finite. I'm still going to have to face my death and I'm facing it every moment. So we say that if I identify purely and exclusively with something uh, narrow and something finite, by definition, I can never meet my my uh, full uh, emotional needs are deeper probably than just emotional in the way we think about it. I can never f- meet my full psychological uh, uh, needs of feeling singular and feeling special. And I need a, a subsidy of vanity or a subsidy of illusion or, or, or delusion uh, about myself and about the world to cover the distance so that I can go on and, and feel okay about myself right so that that's obviously it's it's uh, it's not that <laughs> something we sit there and think about it's entirely natural it's entirely unconscious it's entirely automatic which is really incredible uh and and it can <laughs> lead us into a whole different discussion that's that, that that could lead us too far astray so now um what can we say from here we would say that one um having kind of uh, processed some of these insights, one thing to say then is, okay, so if I can't be special and unique as a particular individual, but I see that I can be special or unique just by thinking of myself as in a broader way, why don't I give up entirely my individuality or give up my uh, entirely my, uh, uh, my given roles in the world so that I can feel special and unique, I can feel singular, I can feel like I'm the only one just based off of what I am, not who I am in the world, but just whatever it is that I am. But here we would say that that's going too extreme, 
that's not necessarily warranted. What might be warranted is a, is a more sophisticated view where I acknowledge, uh, I, I come to uh, uh, philosophical, so say, understanding of, of this aspect of my nature. I can't just, I can't really limit myself to, to something very narrow. In particular, I can't narrow myself down to a social security number if I have one uh, to a body. Right? I, it's, as a matter of fact, uh, I can't do that. It's not factual. And yet, that's my starting point, right? And and that's a, a starting point that's very important. And I can't just toss it out. I can't just say in good faith uh, that my individuality doesn't count. I can't say my body even doesn't count because if I do that, well, and I, and I uh, am sincere, then I'm going to die, right? Because I need my body to, to live. I need to breathe and I need to eat and all these things. So how about instead, I grant that my starting point, my center of experience and being, uh, to so say, uh, get a little particle, starts with my particular individual self, just as it is. Right? I am uh, Bob or Bill or Jane or Alice. It's true. It's not an illusion or a delusion. That's my identity. This is my family. This is my place in the world. This is my employment or lack thereof. These are my hobbies or lack thereof. It's all real and it's all something. And yet I can't draw a, 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 an absolute circumference around what it is that I now am, right? And, and not only I can't, but I, I shouldn't. It's, it's, it'll, be, it'll be destructive and it would really preclude possibilities of my real good, right? Because we see, imagine that, uh, I, uh, again, I'm a, I'm a baby, right? Uh, I'm a very little kid. And I say, you know what? What I am is a, a, a toddler in his or her terrible threes, or is it terrible twos, whatever it is. Right, I'm a toddler, and that's what I am fundamentally. I like my saucer. Dude, saucers, threes, or whatever it is. I like uh, uh, the, the applesauce, whatever food I like. I like my blocks. I like this stuff. And that's it. And I will never change, and I will never be anybody but myself, because that's me. Right? Or, <laughs> so we see, uh, we, if this was possible... Thankfully, it doesn't appear possible. The, 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 there, there has to be, barring maybe some extreme psychological medical outliers, there has to be development from, from very early phases, one, two, three years old. But uh, we see if that were to happen, uh, it would be extremely tragic. It wouldn't be a good thing. It's not a, not a, a valid defense of one's individuality. No, I'm a, you don't understand. I'm a three-year-old. I have to always be a three-year-old. I don't care if 10 years have gone by. I'm a three-year-old. It would be horrible, right? It, it would be total self-destruction. So uh, um, instead... I am a three-year-old. It's not false. It's not an illusion. I'm absolutely a three-year-old. But I can also hopefully be a four-year-old and a five-year-old and a six-year-old and a seven-year-old. And there's no end to, 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 to my growth. Uh, well, <laughs> numerically, sure there is. But the, here, taking that same concept and saying, okay, now I'm, I'm not a three-year-old. I'm an 18-year-old. I'm a 30-year-old. I'm a 60-year-old, a 100-year-old. Whatever the case may be, I have a certain persona. I have a certain personality, a certain psychology, I have a certain identification, self-identification. And yet, if I uh, um, already say outright that this is me, and it is me, but if I say I can never change, I will never outgrow myself, well, then I'm doing the same thing as the three-year-old, right? I'm kind of stopping... I'm stopping the show, <laughs> out of whatever the, the reason might be, out of fear, out of insecurity. I mean, I see... It's, it's unconscious. Usually it's not that, that we make a choice, but whatever the, the formal uh, motive might be, the, the, the progress is stopped. So instead, an attitude to take could be that I am just what I am right now. My individuality is real. 
and it counts, but uh, saying that there's no real limit to, to me, as we hopefully established in the thought experiment, let, let me allow myself to grow and grow and grow and grow. Maybe an analogy would be like we throw a pebble into water and there's a certain point where it hits. That's the, the first point. But then the, the what's it called? Um, the, the waves or whatever, they start to expand, go, go off in all directions, right? So there is a certain point. You throw a lot of pebbles. Each one starts in a different point. But in theory here, I see there is a limit. It, it, it soon fizzles out and the water is calmed down. But in principle, we can at least imagine or illustrate the, or make a, a electronic simulation where a pebble drops and then those waves continue and they don't stop and they keep going and going, becoming broader and broader. There was a starting point at each point of progress that it's, it's where it is. It's not an illusion, but it can keep going, right? Again, in our imagination, reality, it'll stop. Right, so um, th- th- that would be the idea. We do have a starting point of our individuality. That's that's very real and, and that's very concrete. And it's not an illusion. I, I, I really am a baby now if I am. I really am uh, 15. I really am 30. I really am 45, uh, 95, and so forth and so on. I really am. And yet, if I allow myself, and again, I see that, that, that also a little bit deceptive because the, the number in itself is... Is, is kind of pointless, right? That what does it tell me? It has to refer to something. And, and here we would more refer just to, to a, a very uh, general uh, notion of our maturity and development. It's clear a baby's a baby, but a 20-year-old is not just a 20-year-old. It depends. There's a 20-year-old who's a, a billionaire or an Olympic champion, potentially. It'd be tough to be a billionaire, but millionaire, whatever the case may be, and another 20-year-old who doesn't do much. So it's not so informative, but it just to just to use a, a shorthand system, right? Uh, I am a given age, but if I allow myself or a given state of, uh, of maturity, if I allow myself to, to keep going, to, to, to expand, then I should continue to expand. I should continue to become broader and broader in my human personality, in my point of view, in my uh, in, in my real individuality, and that's my true good. That's what I want, anyhow, right? Because why else would I turn to drugs? Why would else would I turn to alcohol and, and gambling and destructive habits and movies and music and uh, all kinds of hobbies and the news and politics and all these things where I try to escape myself? I try to transcend myself. I try to be something more than I am now by my identifications with, with something else, my favorite sports team, with my uh, career, uh, uh, or, or my hopes for the future. All these things, that's all that I, uh, I'm engaged in 24-7, 365, it seems. But it never actually happens because, as a matter of fact, I've stopped my growth and, and development. Um, my stubbornness, my vanity, my self-will, has uh, uh, it that I say I am, a three-year-old, or again, the equivalent of that, I am what I am now, and I'm never really going to change. And so I can only change in fake way, or try to change in these uh, little uh, bursts uh, of impulses. I want to expand myself again with the bottle, or with the the, the drugs, or with the uh, gambling, or something like this, but I don't actually change. That's the idea. I allow myself to actually change, to actually expand and evolve, uh, and, and consequently, to, uh, with the knowledge that, that comes from, from our intellect, but that it has to be, uh, that, that can be understood logically, but it's not enough to, to simply understand logically with the knowledge that there's no uh, necessity for a true growth to ever end. Being that, we see that I cannot really be consigned to what I suppose that I am, and yet I also am what I now am. I can't disregard it or pretend that it doesn't exist. It does exist, and yet it's, it's simultaneous. There's something greater than that, and, and consequently, I can 
I can keep going and hope to be all that I can be so we can do it and think about it. Thank you for listening.